0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's everybody's favorite time of the week, the weekly roundup.
1: Mm, That's right. Welcome back. We're excited to have you here. This week, we've got a lot to cover, but first, we got to plug ourselves here. Please like, please subscribe, please follow. Tell us what we need to do better. Tell us what you like. And also, you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you don't have your YouTubes available at the moment. But getting into it this week, we want to talk about how the White White Horse, the White House report. I think I mixed those two together. The White Horse. The White Horse report. The White House report that came out is suggesting Bitcoin might be banned in the United States. Additionally, Cardano and Stanford are partnering to create a research hub, which is pretty cool. And finally, Singapore, or at least one of the biggest banks in singapore is partnering with sandbox the metaverse game and will be investing in it as well so big stuff but first the bad news potentially white house report came out suggesting that bitcoin might be banned so what does that mean yeah what does that mean what does that mean well on march 9th biden signed an executive order for the responsible development of digital assets. Snap to this past week, the White House Science and Technology Policy released a report that is intended for climate and energy implications of crypto assets. So they want to analyze what the implications are and how can we lower climate impact of crypto mining? water usage, anything that has an environmental impact that crypto could be contributing to negatively, how can we reduce that?
0: Right, but the the this specifically is about kind of a loophole that they built into this report that says, if in the event we can't get emissions down from Bitcoin mining, then we may have to interject and what people are taking away from it is that they could write legislation that would, like in New York when they banned crypto mining or Bitcoin mining. So it would be similar to that potentially is what, that's how it's being read into.
1: Well, the way I read it is, is so the report suggests that mining algorithms need to change to support low energy, water, noise usage. And if this is not met, because I mean, we can't really upgrade Bitcoin, the whole world would have to agree on it, at least a majority. And that's just not going to happen. Bitcoin's going to be proof of work. Correct. So the only way to mitigate that is to figure out renewable ways to gain that energy that is used to mine Bitcoin. But what they said is Congress might need to consider legislation to limit our climate or sorry, limit or or eliminate the use of high energy intensity consensus mechanisms for crypto asset mining. Right. You're not a jail free. Right. Which means uh, ban Bitcoin. Right. Could mean. Could mean. But
0: if you think about it, first of all, the technology is only going to get better, right? Our chips are going to get more efficient. We're going to be using less power for that. Renewables are getting better, more efficient, smaller, better, faster, stronger, right? All of these things are moving forward just in general. So renewables are, they're so hot right now they're so big oh my god love renewables everybody's into renewables. everybody's
1: talking about it
0: and that's where we're going so the idea that proof of work is still going to be this drain i'm saying drain with quotes because it really isn't it's get ready for this folks
1: 0.3 percent of global emissions well and we've talked about this so many times and we have to look at emissions and energy consumption, right? So our draw on the grid, energy consumption, emissions is carbon, greenhouse gases going into the atmosphere causing issues, right? Causing climate change. So when we look at emissions specifically, the traditional banking industry is has 700 times, 700 times more emissions yearly than crypto. Correct. So But we don't wanna
0: talk about that because that's the current system that works for the people that it works for. And the new system is scary to people in power, for sure. Right. But if you run the numbers, crunch them, crunch those numbers, 110 to 170 million tons of CO2 every year is caused
1: by cryptocurrency. So that sounds like a lot, right? It sounds like a lot to me. It's, millions is a lot. Yeah, a million is a lot. A lot of, of units. I don't know any number larger than a million. I that's can't it. comprehend many numbers, and a million is one of those that I can't comprehend. Yeah,
0: so yeah. a hundred and, let's say, let's even, let's round up, 200 million tons of CO2 yeah. every year. But let's, let's think about what the actual global emissions are, and that's close to 40, gigatons do you know what a gigaton is
1: i don't know what a gigaton is
0: a gigaton is a billion so we were just talking about a million a billion tons so that's like a thousand times more oh it is in fact a thousand times more so that's that's why it's crazy why are we having this argument we shouldn't be having this argument it's a false flag you know you're we're having this conversation because people aren't doing the research and they're also being lobbied By very influential people with lots of money. Mm -hmm. You know, the crypto is still young, very young. 13 years. Yeah. I mean, it can't even buy beer yet. Can't. Can't even go off to war yet. Can't even drive yet. Can't even drive yet. Wow. Hasn't
1: even hit puberty yet. Well, it may have. It may have. Yeah,
0: it is an awkward phase right now. It is, yeah.
1: A lot of acne. But on top of that, we've got a climate accord, a crypto climate accord that we just learned about. Very cool. That is also working in tandem with a bunch of other companies, 250 plus companies, to help produce more green alternatives, make crypto more efficient, make it more sustainable. Right. So the CCA is... Their mission is to
0: deliver the crypto industry an open source toolbox of tech solutions to decarbonize and prove progress.
1: I like that word decarbonize. Pretty cool, I do
0: too. So some of these 250 companies in the blockchain space, Argo, Engine, Tezos, Zilliqa, Polygon, Near Protocol, Quantum, these are big companies. Yeah. These are big blockchains, popular blockchains. Near
1: just got listed on Coinbase.
0: So the, the principles of this, right. It's, it's all of these entities coming together saying, we want to improve what we're doing. We want to be more efficient. We want to move into the future with a a positive mindset, but also doing our due diligence and, and not being a detriment to the world, you know? And so their principles are one build on existing forward progress, Two, recognize that there's a lot of work to do. Three, move quickly. Four, utilize blockchain to make green efforts more transparent and trustworthy. Five, let the market-driven solutions accelerate growth and add value for everyone. Six, collaborate with all communities and become net positive contributors to the global economy. And seven, truly decentralized co-investment, meaning that there is no central body That is making decisions. All of those things lead me to believe that they are doing their due diligence, that they are working towards a common solution and that it isn't about the money. It's about making that technology accessible, affordable. And I'm excited that they've already started this as opposed to waiting until,
1: you know, we're already in trouble, which we are. Well, and I think I think it's it's interesting that that legislators are like, well, we need to we need to create laws to to help stop crypto technology from from being negative on the environment. And it's like, oh wait, we're already doing that. Right. So they're regulating themselves. They're they're choosing to regulate the wrong things in crypto cuz this is was already inevitable to to make the production and the main maintenance of cryptocurrencies more sustainable. Ethereum was already going to merge because it had right. to, it had to in order to be competitive. Yep, so it had to upgrade to proof of stake because that's better than proof of work. Correct. Technology finds the path of least resistance to make everything more efficient, scalable, safe. Yep, right. And so that it just naturally happens. We don't need regulations for that, we need regulations for for everything else with crypto aside from from environmentalism
0: and and the fact that these this is part of the platform this is part of the crypto platform if you will is is we want to be that eco-friendly yeah finance system that's trustworthy and transparent which other systems are not like it says net zero emissions which basically means that you are pulling out from the atmosphere as much as you're putting in but it's not real it's not zero net zero just means that you know big corporations are spending money to plant trees but it's not actually taking there's no way to measure how much carbon is being taken out
1: versus how much is being put in by a single entity right it's just it's it's impossible so it's more more so greenwashing with a lot of like institutions. Yeah. But here with crypto, these decentralized communities are actually trying to come up with sustainable solutions. So hindering the, <laughs> the mining process, coming up with arbitrary laws. So minor. So minor. Pun intended. Pun intended, yeah. Um, but on a lighter note, Cardano, top 10 cryptocurrencies, Created by Charles Hoskinson. Which we talked about. Co-founder of Ethereum. He has already donated $20 million to Carnegie Mellon to help fund blockchain research. I love that band. Great band. He also recently, I should say not him specifically, but one of the founders of, or founding partners, I should say of Cardano, is now partnered with Stanford and they've raised a $4.5 million fund. That's huge. Yep. Yep. So the company is called uh, IOG, which stands for Input Input Output Global. And they are going to launch a research hub in partnership with Stanford. Um, It'll be a three-year program with six Stanford professors. And Hoskinson says that this will, quote, quicken the evolution of blockchain technology. And I totally agree because we've talked about how education is such a huge barrier. And now we are creating formal systems to propagate and propel crypto forward into the future, not only with the applied side, but the research and development side yes. of how can we make these cryptocurrencies, how can we fix the trilemma of scalability, security, and decentralization? How can we get all those three things? And th- I mean, this is what we need. We, yes. We've we had, crypto has been such a grassroots thing. We've got programmers, open source, all over the world trying to build this um working on top of each other and um you know problem solving but now we're adding peer review right we're adding the the well you're also adding prestige of oh for sure stanford mm-hmm. like that's an ivy league
0: school yeah. right so if you have a track at stanford that says oh blockchain 101 Right, I mean, Mm -hmm. what what students not going to want to dabble in some blockchain? And who's to say we don't find the next, you know, Vitalik at Stanford, right? Or the next Satoshi Nakamoto? Exactly. So the idea that we can actually create a think tank in an institution
1: that is meant for education, there's no better combo, in my opinion. When we're adding a tried and true model, the peer review model. Hundreds of years is proven to give you valid results, and we're going to increase the validity of crypto as a whole. You know, when you talk to people that know a little bit about it, they're like, mm, oh, "Dark, dark, right. black market kind of shady stuff, Ponzi scheme." But when you add the stamp of Stanford onto it, the that's sta- gonna, the, the Stanford. If the you will, Stanford. I mean, that has to add a level of validity to this whole market. It does. Yeah, it does. Plus, Stanford has resources.
0: Stanford has connections. Stanford has, you know, a large network. Yeah, that they're going to be able to utilize. I guarantee Yale's going to be quick to follow. Harvard,
1: Princeton, if they aren't already doing it. Yeah, other all colleges of, are going to jump all on. Eventually, them. you'll get be able to have your bachelor's of science in blockchain, which I think you can in, at some schools. But yeah. this is this is next level. Well, yeah, and and you're also having access to Charles
0: Hoskinson and his team. Who uh, built Ethereum, which is pretty
1: cool, and Cardano, and which is Cardano, also super pretty
0: cool, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So we're now the investment starts. Now the 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 crypto community has a little bit of dough, and we see the 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 hole in education, and there's only so much platforms can do because you got to find the platform first. But I don't think anyone needs help finding Stanford. Mm-mm. No. No, you can just Google
1: Maps that. Guaranteed. Yeah. You can even Bing Maps it. I wouldn't, but no. So I, that gets me super pumped because we, it's a grassroots movement that's now becoming an instant, an a educational, collegiate, institutional standard. It's being validated literally. Yeah. Literally. hmm. Finally, Singapore, the country, and their biggest bank, DBS. I don't know what that stands for. Sure. But it doesn't matter. They are going to buy a three by three plot in Sandbox. Now, what's Sandbox? Sandbox is a metaverse game where you can purchase digital land. I think we talked about it. It's like SimCity, basically. Right, you build a city or something.
0: You build a house on top of virtual land.
1: Yeah, something like that. Except these pieces of land are like NFTs, so you can own them. Right, you can prove ownership, and then you can decide what's built on. But aesthetically, it looks like SimCity. So
0: you got buildings all over the place. Somebody owns it. Somebody physically owns it, or not physically, but yeah, they
1: own it. So they're gonna buy a three by three estate. What does that mean, by the way? So each each part, each unit of land in Sandbox is is. Defined as a parcel. Mm -hmm. And then if you have a grouping of land, that's an estate. So they're going to buy three by three plot, but they're also going to invest to build a metaverse experience. So I don't know what that's going to entail, but they have all the credentials or the necessary licensing from the government to be able to be involved in crypto and also... Um, I believe they're a custodian too, so they can they can hold on to crypto. So they
0: can dip their toe in both worlds, right? Yep. They can be in the real world with fiat currencies, and they can be in the metaverse with cryptocurrencies, and they can make transactions because they're a bank. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, so I I think that's a really good step in the right direction to have. Of course, we don't we're not super excited about traditional finance getting into crypto, but I mean it, it's inevitable. It is inevitable. And that's not the, it's not a competitor.
0: It's just the mindset. It's like, okay, this is where everybody is going. So you either adopt it or don't fight it. Like, yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, that's Mm -hmm. the thing. That's the argument we're saying. We're not saying banks are bad inherently, they do good things, but they are inherently a business Mm -hmm. and they only care about their shareholders. They're not trying to evolve the financial system. They're gaming the financial system. And now we want to gamify the financial system.
1: Mm. Well said. Did you practice that? No, I didn't. That was good. They also said that they are going to buy carbon offsets. We talked about that. Yep. So that their metaverse move will be net neutral. No idea what that means, but I'm sure they'll plant some trees. <laughs> Hopefully they're not digital trees. Hopefully not. <laughs> those don't, don't suck up any CO2. No, zero CO2. Maybe with uh, Stanford's new development they'll be able to create co2 sucking uh metaverse trees they'll be able to 3d print digital co2 sucking trees yeah that are nfts amazing wow i'm sure that's not <sighs> real but that'd be kind of cool that is cool <laughs> thanks for tuning in that was a roundup all right let's take a look at those charts
0: all right let's take a look at bitcoin right now we are sitting right at 18,975, call it 19,000, right on the edge of the cliff. Not a good thing. You can see this line in purple here, signifying the 19,000 as our major support. This head and shoulders pattern does seem to have played out. Now, is it going to confirm below 19,000? That remains to be seen, but we are hanging on by a thread. Hopefully we can rebound, maybe some good news about interest rates or something. If we do end up compromising 19K, Like we talked about last week, we'd be in the 13,000 to 15,000 range as our next possible major support. Hopefully that would be the bottom. But once again, you can never tell with this. So remain patient, diligent, do your dollar cost averaging and don't let your emotions play into it. If we take a look at this chart, we can see once again, we are rejecting resistance multiple times over the last couple months. This particular bear flag has a bottom below 10,000. So that would be the scariest, but yet still a possibility. Let's take a look at total market cap. We are still ranging between 800 billion and 1.2 trillion. If we go back to early 2021, you can see that we crashed, we rebounded, we crashed again, and then we rebounded. So we double touched the support. That is a possibility this time. You can see we are on the way back down to our double touch maybe that will be a sign that the bulls can take over. We shall see. In the meantime, let's do our dollar cost averaging. I've got H bar. H bar is at six cents right now. Scene of the crime would be about four cents. So it's a good time to dollar cost average into H bar. Next, I've got Lisk. Lisk is near the bottom. It has completely retraced and has been moving sideways for a long time. Less than a dollar. I think Lisk is a good call. And finally, compound. Compound is below the previous support, which is a really good opportunity to dollar cost average into at less than $60. Compound almost hit a thousand at its peak. I think compound's something to take a look at. That's it for the charts, gang. We are the Bit Bros. Remember, we are not licensed financial advisors. All content is intended for educational purposes only. Please do your own research and only risk what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to like, subscribe, comment, turn on those notifications. And also, if you'd like to, you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week.